Good morning. I know it's not the morning, but it was when we went live. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. How the devil are you doing? Welcome to the start of a new week. At least it is for us. We didn't stream yesterday, but it's Tuesday, the 13th of July. How the hell are we all doing? Did you have a good weekend? I'm guessing, I'm guessing the English fans amongst us had a decent enough weekend, but not as good as it could be. Ooh, one second. Nice. Just as we start the show, we get we get food delivered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, did you all have a good weekend? Was it was it okay? What what we saying? What we saying? What we saying? How are you all doing? Uh, apologies for not streaming yesterday. By the way, we did have uh, we, we didn't want to shout about it on social media because you know, I don't want to highlight negativity as such. Um, but we lost one of our family, uh, as in not the ICU family, just as in the the their family. So we. Have a cat of fourteen years by the name of Russell. Oh, we did. He uh, he passed away yesterday. So I was I was saying goodbye to the little family member yesterday, which is why there was no scoop. And Bibby was was returning from sun, sea, sand, and shenanigans in in mm-hmm. in for family holiday fun times. So yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we are back with. Uh, so sorry. To, yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. It was. I've never had to bury a pet before. But but there you go. I, I have them now. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. It's not. It wasn't the nicest uh, nicest thing. But blessed to have had genuinely a, a lovely cat for a long old time. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, rest in peace, Russell. Lovely cat. But today we. Uh, here for the scoop. If you don't know who we are, my name is Graham Day. This is Baby. We are Ice Cream Puds, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if Russell did used to say so himself. Anyway, we are here to give you. We are here to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And we do that each and every single week on Twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Puds at ten a.m. ish. It's uh, not eight. It's, yeah, it is eight minutes past twelve. It's eight minutes past twelve. So it's a it's a big ish today. But it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Not only are we catching up from yesterday's stuff, but also Tuesday is the big day for work for us anyway. So there will be no additional streams today. Just this, where we do go live at ten a.m. ish. It's eight minutes past twelve. But we will give you our thoughts and impressions as mentioned. We do want your thoughts and impressions though. If you're in the chat, where we do go live on Twitch at ten a.m. ish, do please get involved with your thoughts and impressions. Give your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions, and it's important. That you do that because we turn the live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, lots of places where people can watch and listen on demand, but they don't get to get involved in the chat like you guys do. So do it right here, right now, please. Nice. Before we do that, before you do give said thoughts and impressions, I think I might have said that about six, seven times now. It's fine. <laughs> we'll just keep saying it. It's okay. Um, before you give those things that I'm not going to mention, then uh, first of all, let me check chatbot. It's not alive, so nobody type anything in the chat. It should be starting back up now. In a minute, if somebody wants to type exclamation mark loot drop, one subscriber every month gets a prize. We like to give back to our subs. So one person gets picked at random to win a prize every month. Last month, do you know what? We haven't even sorted his, de- his details out with him yet. That shirt, not that exact one, because that one's mine. Uh, but one of these shirts uh, will be finding its way to Chappers. So Chappers, I'm not sure if you are here. Um... Uh, I have mentioned it on, on the scoop, but I don't think I've mentioned it to you on Discord. We do need your details. So if you can ping us your personal details, i.e. phone number, address, size, and customization, i.e. name and number that you'd like on the back of your ice cream uploads, esports jersey, then do let us know so we can get the shirt ordered and mm-hmm. sent out to, to you with Gary Clark's name on the on the delivery, because that's what happened mm-hmm. with Precision or something like that. So yeah, feel free. Or the other way around. I can't remember which way it was. Uh, but yeah, get us your details. We'll get it sent out. There will be another prize at the start 
of next month as well. So feel free to get involved. Exclamation mark, loot drop, unless your ads, then exclamation mark, loot droop, which is done in the chat. You'll love to see it. Nice. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Chappers. My mate asked him allowed me to use his account. <laughs> hey, Chappers. <laughs> what what name and number would you like on your shirt? <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, so, yeah, exclamation mark loot drop. If you're a subscriber, make sure you're involved in the loot drop. And as well as that, exclamation mark insert coin. So myself and Bib were on insert coin, I believe, last week. I don't know. A lot has happened since then. It was. It was. Um, so, yeah, last week, myself and Bib were on insert coin. We did stream PUBG. I am wearing an insert coin T-shirt as I speak. This is the Streets of Rage. Beautiful tea. Uh, if you want 20% off insert coin orders, then exclamation mark insert coin will give you that a little bit of a... a secret as well if you have ordered from insert coin before and you've used our discount code our discount code only gives you 20 percent off your first order but if you want mm -hmm. another order then just use the code icu21 so that so mm -hmm. the icu cream 20 was the 2020 code icu21 is the 2021 code and you get it again just what i'm saying Shh. Yeah. secrets it's fine thank you for the ice cream nice. west thank you very much for the host how the devil are you? I got to meet Wes last week. Um, I did, I, did I mention it on stream? I'm not sure if I did. It was. No, he said that he was going up about five o'clock. I don't know whether or not you mentioned that you was going to go meet him or not. Uh, well, 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 it was a nice little surprise on the uh, 30 plus communities Discord. Nice and little bit. It was like, he's cheating on you. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> as long as they get him at weekends, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> we have an agreement. So, so me and Wes went for a romantic waterfront date last week, last Thursday evening. Nice. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, loop boob. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, we'll take a loop boob. Anyway, uh, let's jump back through the chat. Lake is here. Good morning, afternoon, even. Ads, good afternoon. Magic Man says, oh, hello. Nope, doesn't sound like that. Let me try it. Oh, hello. No, it doesn't sound like that. Okay. That is one of our exclusive subscriber remotes. <clears throat> it sounds like this. Oh, hello. Nope, doesn't sound like that. Okay. It sounds a little bit like this. Hello. There you go. There you go. Yes, we are late. It's fine. Let it go. Uh, we do have a 10 a.m.-ish emote, as Ads Plays has pointed out. It is 10 a.m.-ish somewhere. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's 10 a.m.-ish everywhere. It's always 10 a.m.-ish. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. you're only at maximum 24 hours away. Uh, 12 hours, no, 24 hours away from 10 a.m. So it's always-ish. Nice, nice. Um, I see you with a revolutionary announcement. Podcast now being powered by Ish. <laughs> uh, hear it like never again slash before. Access twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads for more. Oh, stay frosty. Yeah. Do you know what we need to get? We need to get like, like the, the uh, full on like 1950s radio broadcaster voice. I see you with a revolutionary announcement. Podcasts are now <laughs> being powered by. Uh, do you know what? My voice mod, I don't think is fully. Do you know? Is it? No, I'll leave it. 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 Um, uh, Eternally says, sorry to hear that. No, no, thank you very much, dude. How are you doing? How are you doing? Do you have a good weekend? Are you all right? Uh, Mr. Gallic Clark says, morning, lads. Are you doing better? G? Cheers, cheers, amigo. Precision says, hello, pals. How are we doing? All right. Hello, uh, pals. Coffee break scoop for 10 minutes. Hype. Nice. Thank you very much for spending your coffee break with us. We appreciate you very much. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Precision says, I'm okay. I just tweeted out my situation. I don't, I haven't seen that. So I will look into what the situation is. Obviously, feel free to share, but if not, feel free to not. And I will check it out on the Twitter afterwards. Um, it, I had Precision's name on it, but my address. There you go. That's it. Yeah. So when we order from. Um, Gamers Apparel. Uh, so when we do an order for you guys, we order it from our account, but we have to change the name on our account. So if I do an order uh, for someone else, uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of like ordering from me. So if I order to me, it will be called Graham Day, Graham's Address, Salford, 
postcode. Nice, job's a good one. Um, whereas if I'm sending it to Bibby, it obviously go to Bibby, Bibby's address. But that's not how it works because we're using it and we're getting our discounts and stuff so that we're obviously not spending full store pricey kind of stuff. Um, we have to order it as if we do it to us. So the way we do that is change our name on our account and change our address on our account to your name and your address, whoever wins. So we ordered Gary's, but because there's obviously a lead time from production to posting, um, we'd ordered one for precision in the meantime too. So um, yeah, uh, Gary's had been processed and it was going to the right address, but at, at the time of pro- uh, posting, it scrapes the uh, the name on the account. So it got mm-hmm. precision's name on Gary's package. Easy tiger, not like that. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> honestly, yeah, honestly. Filth. <laughs> Speaking of filth, Wes says it was a lovely date. Graham is a soft and tender lover. I, I, I refute... Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. I've been really trying, Westy. Anyway, uh, let's jump into some news. We have a lot of news to go through today. I'll give you the update on what we are going through. Let me jump into the split screen first, though. So we do have some news shared from you guys. Lake, I believe, shared the first two articles, which we're going to sandwich into one. Uh, that's all about FIFA 22 not having next-gen uh, level graphics on PC and also being pretty expensive, potentially. We'll then jump into an article about Chromecast being the best console the world could ever buy. Ish. Uh, Gran Turismo 7's PS5 beta test uh, was teased by the PlayStation website. Hideo Kojima doesn't like the title uh, for Death Stranding PS5 Director's Cut. And then if we have time, there is a really good opinion article on gamesindustry.biz about is E3 now too streamlined? Obviously, we covered E3. Um, and, I mean, the coverage was world-class. That's all I'm going to say. The, world, the coverage mm-hmm. was up there. The content... Uh, not so much. And is that is that an issue because E3 is too streamlined? What would, uh, if we have time, we'll jump into that article. If not, we will shovel that uh, ahead into the week until we can get that in because that will be a big meaty conversation on its own. But we do have a lot of news to go through today because obviously we weren't around yesterday, so we're playing catch-up. But uh, Bib, if you were to play FIFA 2022 on your PC, would you like that to yes. have all of the bells and whistles that your PS5 version would give it? I don't know. Uh, well, do you know, I think you would. And you're not going to get it, though, because <laughs> Joseph Noop at FIFA t- uh, IGN says, FIFA 22's PC version won't include the next-gen improvements being added to the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions. Once again, shout-out to Lake for adding uh, this story to the ICU Discord, exclamation mark Discord in the chat. Uh, FIFA 22's PC version will not feature next-gen improvements seen on PS5 and Xbox Series X, including its new animation tech. Uh, the PC edition of FIFA 22 will instead be comparable to the last-gen versions uh, to the dismay of its small but vocal core of fans. It will follow in the footsteps of FIFA 21, which likewise reserved its various next-gen upgrades for console. According to EA, this is done to ensure that players with less, uh, less powerful PC rigs can still run the game well. When we looked at uh, what generation to put the PC game on, we looked at our fans and what capabilities they had with the hardware that they have. Uh, executive producer Aaron McCarty told Eurogamer in late 2020. And we have that information to understand what the power of the PCs out there in the world are. And when we looked at that, in order to run the next generation of FIFA, our minimum spec would have been at a spot that would have left a lot of people out in the cold not being able to play the game. The PC version of FIFA has historically had a smaller fan base than the console versions, as evidenced by its less active transfer market in FIFA Ultimate Team. That doesn't figure... Uh, that doesn't figure to change with uh, with FIFA 22 as the console versions speed ahead with various updates to the animation engine and the PC version lags 
ahead? Should that not be behind? Anyway, it's lagged out in front. Great, yes. Okay, <laughs> anyway. PS4 and Xbox One owners hoping for a quick uh, and easy access version uh, to the next-gen version of FIFA 22 will similarly be out of luck. While the dual entitlement system offering an upgrade to PS5 and Xbox Series X and, X, X and S version of the game will remain in place, it will only be available via FIFA 22's expensive Ultimate Edition. That's a total price tag of 89.99, which I believe is actually our next article. Um, I'll just finish this one and we'll jump in. So there may be a little bit of repetition. Uh, so FIFA 22's hypermotion feature is being touted as a new system that captures 11 versus 11 match play, combined with EA's algorithmic AI, letting the game create, quote, new animations in real time to create organic football movement across a variety of interactions on the pitch okay we'll stop there for just a second as i jump into the next bit of news so obviously we're talking about the costs then ign uh, have a little bit more this one is written by adele lankers at ign it says fifa 22's next gen upgrade comes at a hefty cost it'll only be available to players that buy the ultimate edition uh, so unlike last year's game fifa 22's next gen upgrade will only be offered to those who purchase the much more expensive ultimate edition of the game eurogamer spotted the information in a new dual entitlement faq listed on EA's website where it outlines players eligibility for the next gen upgrade dual entitlement is only available with the purchase of the fifa 22 ultimate edition it reads on the site the standard edition of fifa 22 does not include dual entitlement therefore in order to qualify for the free upgrade players must shell out 89.99 pounds uh, for the ultimate edition of the game rather than 59.99 pounds for the standard edition this uh, also means that if someone purchased FIFA 22 Standard Edition on the PS4 and later upgrades to PS5, they would then need to purchase the PS5 version of the game to play. This marks a different strategy to last year's game when dual entitlement was offered to all owners uh, to owners of all versions of FIFA 21 on PS4 and Xbox One. In that instance, a next-gen version of FIFA 21 was available at no additional cost if someone purchased a PS5 or Xbox Series X or Xbox Series S at a later date. Coupled with the fact that many players haven't been able to buy next-gen consoles in the last year due to consistent shortages that could continue into 2022, it's unlikely to be a decision that goes down well with fans. If you're an EA Play member, you'll score an automatic 10% discount against FIFA 22, which means the Ultimate Edition drops down to £80.99. And fans who pre-order the Ultimate Edition by August the 11th will also receive an untradeable Foot Heroes player item from December the 1st. To boot, this edition includes the four days early access FIFA points and more. Let's stop there. Um, Okay, so FIFA Next Gen... Uh, we we know from bits announced last week that, that Kylian Mbappe is going to be on, uh, on the front of all versions of the game. But next gen, it might not look quite as much. And if you want to play, well, uh, not, not quite as good, should I say, if you're playing that on PC. And it will cost you a little bit more as well if you want to play on next gen, if you're jumping from PS4 to PS5. There's two different conversation angles in there. Which way would you like to go first, Bip? What are your thoughts? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about here and I don't really know where to start. So I think I'll start with the, the specs of the console. Uh, sorry, the specs of the PC. I don't I can understand that to a very small degree because getting a different, getting a great, better graphics card on your PC is not the same as being able to go out and buy a new console. The graphics cards in PCs 
are in a lot of cases so much more expensive than getting everything that goes with your PC, uh, with your console, because if you buy a new graphics card, you might have to buy a bigger power supply. You might have to buy more RAM. You might have to buy a better CPU. There's a lot more things that go on with your PC than rather than just buying a graphics card because it will bottleneck it and it's pointless. Plus, if you are playing that PC game and you, you can't... You can't have someone playing the new version of the game whilst uh, while someone else play the old version of the game. So you can't have two different engines running at the same time. The play base is already quite small, I imagine, on PC. To alienate them again for this game is probably not a wise idea. It wouldn't surprise me if later on down the line, maybe next year, that they upgrade this engine to give more people to be able to... Because don't forget, not only did we not have playstation 5s and xbox series x's on the shelf we also didn't have the brand new graphics cards because they were selling out left right and center it's a little bit of a shocker that this is then obviously having to come out on the playstation and the xbox i mean they're a lot more affordable they probably have been in stock a lot more nationwide and globally than the graphics cards are and the, the price that you'd have to pay with that so i can kind of understand it from a very from a very small perspective but it is an abs- it is a bummer it is an, it is a bummer it's not like i mean i would love new generations of pets to come out with the same gameplay as they did 15 16 years ago but i know i'm in an absolute minority with that <laughs> i mean if i was to play the wii version of the game now it would probably be better experience for me personally because i like the way that those games play but yeah i mean this is very it's, it's a tough it, it, the PC versions are going to be legacy versions, then, aren't they? Like very much like the Nintendo Switch was, like the PS Vita got after the first iteration. They're just going to be legacy versions where it's updated transfers, updated kits. Nothing else is going to happen with it. You're going to have the same game modes, for Pro Clubs, Falter, <clears throat> all of that stuff is just going to be exactly the same. It's going to be untouched. It is a rough deal, and I hope it's priced accordingly for that. You can't expect people to go out and buy, pay £70 for this game now. It has to be no more than about £35, in my opinion. We know that's not going to be the case, though. It's probably going to be like 50 quid, um, and it'll probably make the player base even smaller on PC than it already is. But I don't know. I'm not in the market department. I have no idea. <clears throat> just jumping back through the chat let me catch up with things here um ad says don't get me started with fifa 22 uh ps5 fifa 22 only 100 euros says uh lake ea paywalling in non-shocker says magic man ea doing an ear yep ea goes full ea uh ears at it again with their money grabbing showing off everything new but not stating exactly what's coming to all gen if all gen's a legacy update just say it and don't uh, dare charge full price EA. Uh, Mr. T says the PC version not being up to next gen isn't great, but pretty sure Pez did the same one switching gens and screwed over PC gamers for a while. Pretty sure this is done based on player data specs. And then they judge if it's worth putting the work in. Um, only true reason for all gen PC uh, FIFA is is to max uh, out the pack money. Uh, um, so that everyone's playing on one edition, I imagine. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, an updated PC version will probably come later in the year, maybe around Christmas, says Ads. Madge says a FIFA 21 console upgrade plan was initially time constrained to March 21, but changed to FIFA 22 uh, launch after consumer outcry. Um, Mr. T says the other story didn't see uh, the issue with not offering a free next gen upgrade. Uh, now, a bit of faux outrage. Uh, for me, they're not obliged to do it given the big changes that are seeming will be made with FIFA 22. Game development time isn't free. No cross play or no cross platform again after fans asked. Um, and then Gary says it. Cross-platform will never happen in football games. I can't ever see it. 
I don't know. I don't understand why we think that this is going to be the case. I just, I genuinely cannot see it ever happening. See, I, I, I can see it coming. I can see, it. I, I, I can see it coming. I don't know. I don't know that from, like, I'm not giving you some sort of industry insight there. By the way, this is just, just, I feel like PlayStation got pressured into going cross-platform, um, allowing it with the likes of Fortnite, and then we're getting it with the War Zones and stuff. Maybe not. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. Maybe not five years. But I think cross-platform, uh, cross-play, that sort of... Maybe not cross-progression, obviously. The fact that we... I don't think you'll get cross-platform Ultimate Team, but you might get cross-platform uh, divisions and or whatever you want to call it. You might get that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I can see the industry taking steps towards that, definitely. Um, but yeah, like I say, I can see it. Doesn't necessarily mean that mm-hmm. it will happen. So, but yeah, I, I feel like the, the, the there's an almost... an. Every year that passes, there's more expectation that the industry has cross-platform and cross-play. So I feel like it almost will be forced into video games, uh, into sports games. Sports games, I mean, we've we've got EA delivering it in uh, mm-hmm. in dodgeball. So why not football? Yeah. So uh, that, that's the thing. We we've hyped this up ourselves in terms of the video game industry. Like if they implemented this and it didn't work, imagine trying to trying to reverse that. I, it, it once the once they found that I fully agree with you in like five years maybe, but I think if it was to introduce it now, and then it doesn't work, that's the game done for a year. Like within two three months, the game is done because it doesn't work as well as it should do. I can Us agree with that it, as well because because I mean like that, what did I what was I like when they added crossplay to PUBG? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's it. It just it'll fundamentally break your game. And I know Ads is saying. Uh, we've been asking for for ages. They're not listening to fans. Blah blah blah. They probably are. They're just trying to find a way for it to work. Because if it doesn't work, it's not worth it. I mean, <laughs> it's not fucking worth it. There's all sorts of stuff there as well. Because it's like not 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 listening to fans, but there is a new generation of console that they didn't have to build for previously. So we've got PS4 generation. Sorry, Xbox players. I'm going to completely alienate you, but just just stick along with the uh, uh, the description. So you got the PS4 generation and PC. Okay, we've got to make for those. Plus new engines. FIFA's looking at adding new technology. People have been asking for a, a new engine in FIFA forever. People, uh, FIFA are adding in all of that, what is it, hyper-motion technology and stuff like that they're talking about and, and so on. Um, delivering that, but delivering that for the PS4, for the PC, and the PS5 as well. So there's, so there's big steps. And then adding in cross-play there on top of that would just be... You, you can't... I think it's the next gen stuff that's going to put the biggest halt on any mm-hmm. crossplay stuff. Okay, fair enough. You got crossplay as a potential, but you need to get the next gen bedded in before you can even look at the crossplay. And that's the key thing for me as well is bedding in the next generation. It's easy to yeah. say I've bought FIFA 22. Uh, why am I? Why am I not getting FIFA 22 on the PS5 when I've bought it already for the PS4? You bought it for the PS4. You you will accept that if you bought FIFA 22 on your iPhone that you don't get it free for your PlayStation. You will accept that if you bought FIFA 2 for your Xbox, you don't get it free on your PlayStation. Buying it for the PS4 is not the same as buying it for the PS5. I know that's what we want it to be as consumers for it's good because we don't have to spend as much money. We get multiple options to play so we can play it on the PS4 and we can go downstairs and play it on the PS5 or I can go to the office and load it back up on their PS4 kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's ideals. Um 
And uh, I mean, where's the comment? Ask him there. Huge sense of a huge sense of entitlement for me. Upgrade to next gen version PS4 to PS5 shouldn't be a given. We had a similar chat on here last week. I'm sure there was there was definitely a big big chat on that last week. I think it it's nice, and if it's something that a brand can absorb, I'm all for that. I think it's a good uh, community focused messaging, consumer focused. You you showing that you once you're opted in, you're in, and I love that message. Yeah. And I genuinely do believe that. Uh, EA as a company is probably one that should be delivering that for FIFA is one of the most profitable games in the world so I, I am a bit disappointed that they haven't done that that said it's not a given I mean we're talking about how Assassin's Creed developers won hearts and minds by offering the £10 upgrade where's that I mean give us that and I'm happy um, allow people to upgrade from PS4 to PS5 if you're spending 60 quid on a PS4 version and then 70 quid or whatever it is it's going to be or, yeah. or vice versa uh, 60 and 50 i don't know whatever the costs are um you're spending that much money i, I do feel it's a bit harsh to ask for the full costs again when we've seen that you can do it for just a fraction of the money development costs yeah. do cost though so if there is a charge for that i'm perfectly on board with that um and if this was an independent developer i'd be much more on board with that the fact that it's ea does make me do what everyone naturally does and knee-jerk reactions goes you greedy bastards yeah. but no they're entitled to earn the money um for the work you wouldn't go to work for free um and then naturally people will then go, yeah, but they're earning shitloads of money elsewhere anyway, so they're not really doing it for free, and there's all sorts of other counter bits and, and so on. But mm -hmm. if they charge 10 quid for that upgrade, I'd be on board with that. If they if they gave that away for free, I would be high-fiving them, but that's their prerogative. I'm not a fan of the... Uh, the the by the top date edition yeah you that's... have to spend a hundred pound before you even have a playstation 5 or an xbox series x that's the that's the annoying part of it. that's the bit that does me that's the bit that i'm not on board with i do not like that I, I, charge for it don't charge for it fine do not put a top end paywall and we saw that work very very badly for activision and call of duty 4 modern warfare remastered do you want modern warfare remastered mm -hmm. yeah okay spend 70 80 quid on a game that's shit and get a game that came out five years ago and we'll give you that for free. You're not giving it for free. Yeah. You're charging me twice as much as I should be paying for a modern game for a game that's five years old and supplying me a piece of shit modern game. You're putting a horrendous paywall in there. That's where I lose it is, do you know what? Charge for the upgrade all day. Charge 10 quid, 20 quid, whatever it is. Um, but don't put a paywall on the top end because I do feel that 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 is that is a strategic decision to make more people pay more than they would be, um, which is fine. It's optional. You don't have to pay. pay. Pay with your wallets. But that's fine. People should then pay with their wallets. Not everyone will do. A lot of people will choose to not pay with their wallets, which is wonderful. But that's that's a signal of intent that I don't like. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's like I can see ads is there saying it's utter BS that the hypertech can't be used for PS4. It's literally just motion capture. Other games do it. How do you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I I know for a fact that you are not a game developer. I, I do <laughs> I'm not, not know a game that. developer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. So how do you know that? Like it's it's how how powerful is it? how many stuff are we how much stuff are we seeing in PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X technology now that could not be achieved? In the old gen, in the old older generations, it's it's powerful. You are getting a brand new so-called engine. I we haven't seen anything from it yet. So again, I'm going in with an open mind. It already feels like some people are going in with a bullet in the chamber, which is absolutely fine. If that's your opinion and you already want to shit on something that you have no idea and seen anything about, and you already have that charged opinion, that is absolutely fine. You do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. 
that is absolutely fine. But I'm going to hard disagree with that because we haven't there. I uh, there is evidence on many video games that you cannot have that kind of tech in older generations. So what makes you think that this is going to be any different? Like that doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I can't compute that. It might be just the way my brain is. I'm again absolutely fine with that. I'm always open to change my mind when it comes to anything. I'm never going to die on a hill by only knowing half the facts because you just it's a very closed mindset. But to say that it's it, it's just motion capture and it's utter BS, other games do it. The ray tracing and things like that didn't exist on the older generations. What's the what's the lighting thing called that we're seeing in uh, Land of Nanite or whatever the fuck it was called? Lumen stuff that can't yeah Lumen. You can't replicate that on older generations. So why is this any different? Like it it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. And not only that, there's, there's, there's more simple things, like things that will render out perfectly in Unreal 4. I know we're talking about Unreal rather than, uh, what what was it, Frostbite? Is that what it was called? Yeah, the older the older ones, yeah, because it ran the same one as a Battlefield 4 engine, didn't it? Oh, uh, and PGA Golf. So let's say like something that renders out perfectly in Unreal 4 will probably work the same in Unreal 5, but then there might be some things that uh, that don't work the same, or there might be one zero, one one in the middle of the code that's just the wrong place that just fucks all the rest of it up, but you have to then troll yeah. through all of the code. Or there might be a, a bunch of stuff. Maybe the core of your code is built for UE4 and works in UE5, but then you've worked that in so like you, you, when you start up a video game, you often see loads of different logos. Most people will ignore them. So like Havoc um, for Pez, for example. I think Havoc was, I think that was texturing fabrics, uh, fabric texturing or something like that. Um, maybe it wasn't Havoc. Maybe it is. I can't remember. Anyway, you'll see loads of different logos of different modules that that they've worked in to take care of a specific elements of coding, and that might work with UE5, and your base code might work with UE5, but your unique way of sewing them together might not, which then could turn out to be shit loads of work and stuff like that. So there's there's all sorts of things that I mean. Call it hypermotion. That's a very marketable word. Fine. Uh, it could it could be motion capture that's similar to other things, but but that works for their specific engine. I'm going to, have to shut my window because there's a dog that's just walking up outside. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, he always says, "Do you trust any? Uh, are we really trusting EA after all these years of lies?" Do you know what? Again, it's it's all personal preference, and I will always go into a brand new game or a brand new iteration with an open mind. And why? I'm never going to tell anyone what to enjoy because you, everyone enjoys. I enjoy stuff that probably no one else will enjoy. Again, we say it all the time. I play a lot of shit games, very yep. shit games, that, <laughs> <laughs> very niche games, and I thoroughly enjoy them. So if you want to go in with a charged opinion, that's absolutely fine. But it's not about believing them and uh, because we've been lied to previously. It's, it's not even about trusting the process. It's about having an open mind. And I think I'm quite a positive person. Like I try not to clip into the bad side because if I go into the bad side of social media, for instance, right, and I started shitting on stuff, I know for a fact I will get more likes on my tweets than I do if I'm positive. But that does nothing for my mental health. That does nothing. Uh, but yeah, do you remember what you were in full flow saying then, baby? Uh, just something about having a an outlook on life that is it isn't it can be naive. But it, I can guarantee it'll probably help your mindset later on. Like, there's no need. There's, for, there's different areas of social media that may make you happy, and 
criticizing everything and just not generally being happy that's absolutely fine if you want to do that but that's not something i will ever engage in because it doesn't do anything for me mentally so yeah it's i try to be very careful with my words if you if you can't already tell because i don't want to criticize anybody for the way that they use anything because that's not my that's not my bag i'm just i just generally try to be as happy as i can possibly be yeah and if that makes me happy playing a video game that nobody else is playing or nobody else is enjoying but it makes me happy then very politely that's tough shit for everybody else <laughs> like yeah i'm enjoying myself i don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about it but yeah that's absolutely fine do whatever you need to do <laughs> open your fucking minds is what bibby's trying to say yeah exactly i mean in a nutshell yeah i i the the, the, the only bit that i would counter and say that i don't necessarily agree with is is uh, to, to use ads as words um where was it it was something about uh so ps4 will be like two new game engine listed as new gen only we've gone past that one it's utter bs that hypertech can't be used for ps4 it's literally just motion capture other games do it obviously i would counter that and say um you don't know that we've mentioned that already you don't know that but obviously that's 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 an opinion that's fine but that ea just put a fancy word to sell a lie um and then where was the other bit uh it was something about are we, are we believing now? Oh, yeah. Are we really trusting EA after years of lies? And that's the bit where I believe that's where I kind of, I would side with Bibby as, as, as years of lies. I mean, obviously, we work with Pez, so we that we should be perpetuating the fact that, yeah, EA lie everything, motherfuckers, mm. buy, buy other games and shit. But, but no, I don't believe they do lie. I mean, yes, they don't necessarily hit the heights of what they're aiming for um but that's that's marketing in that sort of sense marketing's not lying marketing is talking aspirations and and what they want to deliver for games and and the game that you play in week one how many times and you've done it yourself you've seen other people do it that have gone this game is incredible and then three months later they don't like it particularly with sports games and that's not something bespoke to football games that could be i've seen it with sports i've seen it with uh, football i've seen it with wrestling i've seen it with golf i've seen it with mbas and things like that people love a game and then hate it because you are confined to a box of the pitch and all of the the inertia and stuff that becomes super important you see repeated over and over and over and over and over and over and and after like 5 10 15 20 matches a day five days a week um i mean you've got a lot of hours on your time if you can get 20 matches a day five days a week ggs uh, but but like <laughs> like you go through that many matches it's going to start to fall apart which which it, and that's the bit where i kind of feel like okay step back if you're calling a developer straight up liar then then that's a bit like no it's, it's not a lie because if they were straight up lying then things would be found out uh, they would be found out ea would not be still churning out what it is at the level of what it is for 20 years uh you've seen developers ripped apart because of lies as such so that's hyperbole which is easy to get caught up in hyperbole but yeah i mean there's a lot i could and will criticize about fifa 22 and their next gen plans in terms of okay top end uh paywall is bullshit um not having a cheap upgrade from last gen to next gen uh not just the fact that it should be cheap but that's just p poor customer journey. As from the UX perspective, if I've got a PS4 and I love your game and I want to go to PS5, it has been established already by the industry that it's perfectly possible for a successful game to to rehome, to move to a next generation. Um, 
and keep a user installed. Yeah, if, if it was an indie developer, fair enough. They may have to do different things or whatever. But if Ubisoft can do that with Assassin's Creed, which doesn't earn as much money as FIFA, then I believe EA should be offering a cheaper upgrade. My opinion. I don't agree with their stuff there, but calling them liars because them falling flat and not hitting what they've wanted to from your perspective of a hardcore gamer or someone that's played the game week in, week in, week out. I mean, you've, you're saying that we're really going to trust EA after all these years of lies, but you've been playing FIFA all year. <laughs> so yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are going to. I mean, you're not, but, but that's the point. Though. If, you, if, if you're not going to play it, don't play it. But then also just don't talk about it and don't don't cast sort of aspersions. Don't label them as liars and stuff before they start a game and then go out and start the game. Just choose to vote with your wallet and with your voice by not using them. Let FIFA disappear off into obscurity kind of thing. But that's the point. It's, it does enough that it doesn't. It won't disappear into obscurity. And that's why people go, well, it's, it's, it's just locked in. But that's, you're never locked in. It's because it does enough. It ticks enough boxes for the majority of people that that you as a football purist may want more, may expect more, may want something. But the, but the point is it does enough for the masses. And we sat on a podcast are a very vocal but very minority, uh, if you know what I mean. We are a minority. Um, so, yeah, they, I wouldn't... Uh, it's, it's, it's unfair to say that they, they are liars. It's not, it's not unfair to say that... They are very money-focused, and some of their decisions... I mean, I wouldn't criticise the next-gen PC stuff because, I mean, <laughs> ideally, you'd build a game that you can do like PUBG. I can drop my graphics from ultra-high to low or whatever and play it looking more like plasticine because my PC could render yeah. that. I would like to see that sort of stuff in it. But on the flip side, I'm aware that it's a console game that's been ported to PC. It's not a PC game that's been moved to console. So is that as easy and, and so on? I don't know. I would assume it is, because I'm not a developer, but maybe it's not. Maybe the engines and systems and stuff, because FIFA is a very advanced game. If you, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is anything that Mr. T could actually mention um, or not, but let's say everyone goes, okay, let's get, let's get 2K to make a football game. How difficult would it be for 2K to make a football game right now? Yes, all right, you've got loads of technology. You can make faces look wonderful and you can, you, you can, oh, you broadcast, it's wonderful. But there's all sorts of inertia and ball physics and, and stuff that, that, EA and Konami have nailed years after years after years and improved and improved and improved and improved to, to such a high point that if someone else tried to step into the arena of a next-gen football game, they would have to have years of catch-up. So 2K may, may love the idea of, oh, gee, it'd be great to have a football game that looks as good as NBA, um, but there's shit loads of catch-up there. We, we'd have to get a developer that has three years of just just making engine stuff before we even release the game so the amount of investment and stuff there yeah anyway that's a whole if, if there's anything that's shown that 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 timeline of events of trying to create a game that's been done before and it hasn't worked out well just look at how the wwe series has gone since yuke's left it 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 had a very very rough patch and they did the right thing by just eliminating it as a series game going forward until they know that they've got it right and look what we're getting now uh, we've seen a few trailers of the new wwe game and f graphically it looks fucking stunning and i'm excited to see more of that but when Yuke's left i think it's very fair to say that it kind of petered off a cliff, shall we say, rather than just being a steady decline. It's just because the, the people who came in just didn't have experience. They just didn't have the, yeah, the experience that Yuke's had in creating a video game. Or that and, specific style of video game. Yeah. 
and uh, they, they had an engine that they had never worked with before and they're trying to piece it together it didn't work very well at all um and i think that's very fair to say but they did the right thing in cancelling it for the time being until the until the team can get used to it I, that this should be if anything it should be applauded that they've been able to do that and we're going to come out the other side now with an even better video game off of it and then you've got things like aew where yukes have gone over and they're going to create a video game over there so we got we Video games is we we as gamers are very fickle, very naive people. We we don't we don't seem to praise enough when it comes to video games, especially when it's needed. And I think that's uh, again that is me being naive and trying to see the bright side and the positive side of everything. I don't yeah I, I don't know where else I'm going down with this apart from I just can't wait to see more of other things and. I'm excited to see what EA are going to be throwing out there. There's a couple of other things as well with the with the FIFA versions of the game. Apparently, there's going to be a, a stadium editor in there as well, which is going to be fantastic. We still haven't heard anything about the online career mode because, Graham, let's be honest, there is also something in there that you can create your own kits. So we're going to have create your own kits, create your own stadiums, create your own, uh, sorry, uh, career mode online. If that's not Masters of the League version 2, I don't know what it is. I don't uh, know. Like, what, what what more can we ask for? Well, I've just bumped some up the as you use in chat. Up the as you use it. Up the as you. Time for so, a bonk yeah, says. Yeah, I think it's very exciting. Very exciting. Time for a bonk says WWE 2K15 was the best game ever. Time for a bong. Shut your mouth. Was a better game. I'm joking. Uh, just wanted to say shut your mouth. Uh, little tangent on the story. My mate Carl, uh, who I used to spend all my uh, time as a kid playing wrestling games with, asked, uh, his, his, not, his grandma asked him what he wanted for his birthday and he was like the new wrestling game. So he gave her the catalogue code from Little Woods or Argos or whatever it was. And she rang up to order, can I order this please? Because um, it was before everyone used the internet to buy stuff. She, she rang up to place a catalogue order. Uh, she gave the code and the woman was like, is that, is that, um, WWE and Carl's grandma went yes and then the woman on the phone went shut your mouth <laughs> and Carl's grandma went excuse me <laughs> so yeah there you go full fun story uh, but anyway here comes the pen's bet by the way uh, uh, let me jump back let me jump back up let me jump back up uh, damn you Sky Broadband's just got all of this uh, okay uh where is precision playing on people's nostalgia these days if someone says you can get PS6 remastered with PS22 but they charge £100 for it people will eat that up it's modern gaming it is it is I just it's just I do not agree with it because that I think shows uh, it shows true colours you've got brands like Epic uh, which you could you, you could say they've got ulterior motives are they are they giving shitloads of free stuff away because they want to be the successful powerhouse? Yeah, probably. But they're also doing a lot of amazing stuff with Fortnite. Are they doing that because they're already a successful powerhouse? Yeah, probably. But EA are a, success, a successful powerhouse and they don't necessarily... They aren't as forth with... They aren't as easily accommodating. And by putting something like a free upgrade behind a 90 pound paywall is is bad. So yeah, it is, it is modern gaming, but it's also... It's... I think it's old hat modern gaming, if you know what I mean. It's 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 something that exists in modern gaming, but is definitely rooted in the past because more modern brands, more forward-thinking brands, more consumer-focused brands understand that by hiding everything behind paywalls isn't necessarily the best way to go about things. Um, so yeah, I, I would love, I'd love to see EA uh, stepping into that. I mean, they they have done some amazing things, uh, but they also then just do some some basic things that they should just do better as well. Um, 
Ads has put Nintendo Kappa in the chat. I don't know what that was for. <laughs> it was a while ago yeah. now. The internet's dropped out twice since then. Uh, if you're playing games with a smile on your face, that's all that matters. That's what I've always Agreed. said, Precision. Amen. Um, uh, uh, rather than live a life with positive vibes, uh, I'd rather live a life with positive vibes than just hate or be pessimistic about things. That includes video games. I get blasted for being positive about the Pez beta. Get blasted for being negative also. Maybe I just word things wrong. I think, I think that's it, though. I, I mean... It's 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 the use of the words. So hyperbole is is one thing. Like hyperbole is is wonderful for sharing quick opinions. The best game in the world is hyperbole. It's it's not the best game in the world. It's just a really best football game ever. Um, it's something you might say in a moment of enjoyment, but it's just a matter of obviously phrasing that and using hyperbole in the right context by using certain things in certain ways and also in in front of certain people some people just don't like positivity uh that's the internet some people will shit on you for having opinions that are different to theirs and positive that is the worst thing uh hamish thank you very much for the raid hey thank you Jack. how was ham and eggs this morning have you have you got any dubs how's it going how's it going um, but yeah, some people just don't want positivity online. So if you have a positive opinion about something that they don't like, rather than just allowing you to have your positive opinion, they will make it their mission to change your opinion to be the same as theirs. And if you don't have the same opinion as theirs, then you, sir, are a dickhead. And it's like, no, it's actually just my opinion. Don't get over that. What the fuck? Uh, by the way, if you just dropped in, we're talking about FIFA 22 um, on PC will not have next-gen upgrades. Plus, there is a cost for upgrading from last-gen to next-gen, uh, from PS4 to PS5. Um, uh, you can't just buy a £10 upgrade fee. It's not free like it was last year. You have to buy the full game again. So we're, just, uh, we're kind of dissecting that, and we've gone on to a little bit of a tangent about um, about just, just gamers in general, all being fickle, always expecting too much, and, and, and just you know, a little bit of toxicity and stuff thrown in as well. Um, so Pez Geek says that, that new football game, Pez Beta, though, uh, I mean, you've, you've used the word Pez there. It didn't use the word Pez at all. It was just a new football game. Uh, so like like I've said before, if, if if a new Pez comes out and it's 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 that game, then call it Pez at that point in time. I'd say, hold your judgment. Take, take that as what it is. But then you also think they wouldn't call it new football game if they wanted it to be linked highly to pe to pez why would you go out of the way i mean obviously it's a questionable plan you can you can say that about the market and stuff and a lot of people have said that um so that's a completely different conversation but the fact that you that the, the pez has been used in there obviously we're connecting the dots but just yeah just wait mm -hmm. just wait and if if you're connecting the dots now and they match up Okay, fine, but wait until you've got the proof that they match up, uh, match up before you're connecting dots that aren't there. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's call people. Let's call the spade a spade here. When it comes to marketing, you're often reading about things that are not as they are uh, in the actual product. Um. It, once again, debatable. Yes and no. Some things are. Some things are. It's all. There's there's a couple of different things. There's there's some things might just not work as it as intended and some things are just open to subjectivity something that could be told as one way can be interpreted as that by some some people and not as others as well uh i broke two playstation controls playing fifa 21 says time for a bong smashing them just brought the right uh smashing uh, not smashing them just brought the right stick doing ball rolls that you need to have less fle flex that's what it is um by an xbox <laughs> x next uh only playing fifa because pez has nothing to do uh there's a reason why there are only two sim football games in the market exactly um uh, but that can be influenced by previous marketing talk in years past. For sure, the person uh, can read more than there is, but you have situations where the moon, uh, the moon is promised, and that's 
bad PR. Uh, oh, actually, I missed before that. Oh, they are, but people build up their own lofty perceptions that the actual thing will never live to. I, I agree with that one too about... Uh, if someone tells you it's going to have something improved, then people <laughs> run away with things. Uh, and often people will judge stuff based on where they want things to be, not based on where things currently are. It's like, okay, well, this is shit. It needs to be perfect. And it's like, even if it makes a, a tangible move forward, but not not a tectonic move forward, oh, it's, it's still shit. It's like, judge it based on what it is. Uh, or, and if you don't like it, that's that's absolutely fine. Perfectly fine. Um your opinion is, is is entirely your opinion. You like a game or dislike a game, or you like parts of a game or dislike parts of a game. Just obviously feel free to have that conversation. Just if other people do like that, then that's fine. And if you dislike something, it's not out of the realms that other people also love that exact same thing at the exact same time. So because you dislike something that then doesn't get changed, doesn't necessarily mean they've, they've ignored it or forgotten it. Maybe more people than you actually realize like the thing that you dislike. So they've prioritized something else elsewhere as well. So there's that element of it too. Anyway, I'll try to uh, pick up the pace because... We've been live accordingly uh, for eighteen minutes, which is not the case. That's that's when it was since the internet last shit is pants. So uh, let me keep, let me keep going. Um, I think but... overall, whatever we say or whatever your friends say or what anybody else says should not change your opinion. Like you should be open to changing your own opinion based off of what you've read, seen from a, from whatever, and actually experienced yourself. What somebody says, either on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook whatever kind of social media should never change your opinion unless it's factually true. Everything else is just built off of like what you, whatever you mentioned about the PlayStation four before ads, like that stinks of someone on Reddit saying something and then people taking it as gospel. Like your opinion should not change apart from if you experience something you for yourself or you see something that resonates with you based off of actual facts. Like no one should be basing their opinion off somebody else's experience. That goes for everything, regardless of whether it's video games, whether or not it's fucking buying a caravan or something like that. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like everything should be based off of your own experience or from the from the very top of what people say. Yeah. Nothing else should be able to change your mind. What it should do, it, that 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 you paused about. So for the people that have uh, joined in from Hamish's stream, essentially what Ads mentioned um was that hypermotion technology is being added to FIFA, which is basically a new form of motion capturing, which will apparently make it better, because obviously that's what the point of new additions are supposed to do. Um what Ads has uh, posed is that that it's just basically motion capture, which exists in other games and on PS4 versions of the game, so it shouldn't be a next-gen only function. Um, which is a perfectly and but that's the thing there is that is a question, not 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 a fact. It's like doesn't that exist in other games? Shouldn't it be available on the next-gen games? And that's the question. It's not it's not something that should form your opinion. That should form. That should be a question that you then answer or don't answer uh, to help with the forming of your opinion. Should that not be available on next gen? Because everything's had motion capture since fucking SNES days. Mortal Kombat was more motion capture. Uh, well, yeah. kind of. Um, so, like, that that should be a question that then leads to the formation of an opinion, uh, not necessarily factual evidence that, that is the basis of it. Anyway, so I'm going to try speed up because I can see there's a lot of comments. So I have two screens. I have... Uh, OBS in front of me there and then I have the Twitch dashboard there and I can see that there's more comments coming in before I'm even catching up on these comments so I'm getting further and further behind uh, Iceman says basically uh, it's just a wait and see will the extra cost actually mean something better or just a shinier turd uh, well yeah essentially yeah a little bit more negative than I'd have put it but yeah exactly <laughs> so so I mean will the extra cost actually will hypermotion be worth it 
and if you play it and it's actually exceptional, then you realize, okay, could that go on next gen? Well, probably not. With how good this is, I can I can understand how where the extra cost is, why it isn't on the next gen. So so yeah. Uh, wait and see. Let others play it, but keep keep them as questions rather than preformed opinions. Um it can be more often than not from what I see people build, people build up their own hype cyberpunk example uh, and then the final product broken or not will will never live up to it it's a much more nuanced conversation though for sure yeah I mean that's the, that's the issue we have we're all trying to have these conversations on Twitch where there's delays and Sky internet drops out and uh, mm -hmm. we've got time limit constraints because we've got more stories to get through <laughs> too so yeah uh, I'm genuinely confused why PC users don't get this new tech other than EA and equipped to add it I mean that's that's a perfectly good enough reason though surely right mm -hmm. um, I mean EA not having everything in place to be able to deliver that is the primary reason why it's there because if EA don't have stuff in place and it loses money then what's the point? Um, and, and that's where people will naturally go, but EA makes shitloads of money. They should be able to just eat that cost. But if you were making shitloads of money on PlayStation as a developer, and then you got the option to stretch out to PC too, which would just cost a lot of money, you'd be like, well, let's just get rid of that and let's just stick to making loads of money. So that's kind of what they're doing. They're kind of absorbing some of the losses, maybe. I mean, the costs to get the developers and get everything ported and go through all the first-party stuff with Steam and, and Origin and wherever they're going to put the game. There's all sorts of stuff that goes into that too. So they're probably just doing that in a cost-sensitive way in terms of, okay, we may make a, a little bit of a profit um, or we may make it neutral even or even a little bit of a loss rather than making a big losh uh, losh losh nice um so yeah i would love to see games with parity across all platforms but there's also still business users and it's and it's one of the things that often gets misrepresented is how difficult it is to move a game from one platform to another that's the reason why things like is it blue point games who are the 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 porting specialists uh, moving, ch changing things from one generation to another, they they exist because that stuff's not actually that straightforward. Moving from last gen to next gen, moving from PlayStation to PC and so on. There are specialists for that because it's difficult. So that's why I think you've pretty much answered your own question. EA probably aren't equipped to add that yet because they don't necessarily have the developers and that's not necessarily a fix that's easy to do. Just get more developers. Okay, I'm just going to go to uh, the uh, developer aisle in Walmart and just pick off six uh, scenery artists. I'm going to get off some... Uh, get, uh, so uh, Scaling up. If they then scale up to get a lot more PC people, loads of developers that can come in and do online matchmaking uh, programming uh, and all of that sort of stuff so they can get it w working wonderfully and then it still doesn't sell on PC. That's a shitload of developers then that they have on their books that they then need to pay for next year. Um, but nobody's going to buy it, which they've already found out from this mm. year. Or maybe they do sell it, but rather than selling 50,000, they sell 55,000, which is still not a drop in the ocean. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's, there's all sorts of reasons for that. Would love PC to get parity. The alternative is is they just there's no PC at all. Then you've got nothing. So it's kind of a look. You, it's like giving someone a tip, uh, and them just being furious that okay, you've only given me fucking twenty percent there. I want thirty percent. It's like oh okay, well I thought twenty percent was better than no percent or or ten percent yeah. or whatever. So yeah, shit analogy. But you'd get what I'm saying. Anyway, still spinning up uh, because. Uh, because they're a safe bet, they don't see why they should put effort in because they will always buy it. Um, but you can buy, uh, but you can buy the FIFA 22 PS4 version separately. Pretty sure you can. If you have a PS4, just buy that. There's no forcing to buy the expensive version, as far as I can see. No, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, there is no reason to buy the next gen one. I just, I feel in that situation, it, from a UX and a customer perspective, 
you can still make your money from in-game transactions from your ultimate teams and stuff like that, but charge them the little bit extra for the time that you've got for the next gen. Uh, so the, the 10 quid sort of upgrade, that's, I, yeah, that is still where I sit. It's been proven to work so 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 there's no issue with putting it in i mean I, like i say in an ideal world ea would just give it away for free but that's that's it's not making the monez and then we finally get to the point where the raid dropped so we're only 11 minutes behind good afternoon everyone hey yeah uh, gag how you doing dude um uh less stuff anti-8 says it's coming rome it's coming rome get the fuck out of here uh <laughs> ggs congratulations <laughs> how are we all doing Absolutely. thank you very much for the raid dudes i appreciate it fifa sucks <laughs> nice uh uh konami are dropping the pez name it's efootball22 now they even copyrighted a logo for it uh hamish says we were actually discussing fifa loot boxes in my stream Ooh, what were you saying what were you saying um uh, maybe just don't believe the hype, says Baroness Strange. Well, well, that's another part of it, though. I mean, that is the other thing, is people, for the right reasons, are invested, and they get caught up with the hype. And it's video games and movies and TV shows and, and whatever. And that's wonderful, and that is wonderful. Um, but one of the worst things for community managers, not so much social media managers, uh, social media can feed hype, but community managers then need to kind of curtail it and bring it back and you want people to be super positive but community managers the difficulty is trying to tell people uh you've gone too far that's not what it meant two and two was meant to be four you're currently at 56 no bring it back bring it back but you're not allowed to say that actually it's only stopping at four so it's, it's there's, there's the difficult bits as well because some things that can be interpreted like some things obviously between four and five that's quite subtle differences four and 56 maybe not but some things can can easily be taken and run with that they can go so far ahead um but tito's got a very good point stop pre-ordering wait for release and judge it then i don't like pre-ordering in the digital age um just buy the fucking game when it's not on sale uh it says is the counter to that message but no that's a very good point if you've been stung just 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 don't pre-order. If you love a game so much that you yeah. are willing to talk about it before it's out, then maybe you're actually the kind of person that might not want to pre-order it. I mean, I know that kind of is, but but looking at it from a different angle, if, you, if you're so excited about a game, pre-ordering it makes sure that you've got it. But if you are also the person that's so passionate about it that you have the most to lose by the game not being what you want it to be, then maybe pre-ordering isn't for you. So yeah, keep away. I pre-ordered an indie game that unlocks... 27 minutes ago. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What was it, Madge? Um, I'll wait for the game to be on Game Pass where you can get access to hundreds of games, including day one releases for a low monthly fee of $9.99 and even get the first three months for just $1. Imagine. Nice. I wondered when no we'd, we'd get the first Game Pass plug. GG's, Tito. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't been Pez for a good few years, uh, despite trying to change that. The Pez I grew up with has gone. The game is now eFootball or whatever they call it and not uh, and not for me. That's fine. No issue. Move on and play something else. Uh, exactly. Like it. Stick with it. If you don't, don't stick with it. There's, there's lots out there. Um, Ad says, I don't use Reddit. I'm going off what EA did before. EA said the same with FIFA 17. Now on Frostbite, gameplay never changed. But if the gameplay changed massively, people would shit the bed. So they would have had a lot of issues trying to get the game that people love onto Frostbite. But that's the point, though. At the end of that nine months of playing that game, the hardcore players are like, fuck me. There's, there's too much running. There's too much dribbling. There's too much this, that, and the other. But the game still sold shitloads. So the, the difficulties that EA would have had was to move to Frostbite and keep the game feeling relatively the same. So that is often 
point it as a big negative. You've gone to a new engine and it's the same game. I mean, that that is that is difficult. Eh? People are doing that for a reason. I mean, there's a, if they went to a different engine and it changed everything completely, that could be more upsetting for the entire user base as opposed to just that vocal minority that sit on, on social media and, and shout out about it quite a lot. So, yeah, th- there's, there's always a different perspective. Um, uh, for you, uh, I'll ask him in response to that saying, for you, for many, better or worse, it did. Uh, but did you go back and play FIFA before it changed to Frostbite? It's completely different, says Gary. Um, Gagad's lurking. Enjoy the seat at the back of the ice cream van. Gameplay didn't change. Graphics and animations did. There's a difference. Gameplay did change, mate. It's, it's simple, but it, it's subtle, but it did change. Uh, I mean, that, 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 that that's it in itself. Mr. Gallic Clark! Thank you very much for extending the sub through August. Welcome back to the ice cream team. Appreciate you. Um, Morning, Shag. Thank you, Shag. As an aside, I think it's funny. Uh, I think in future, any FIFA slash Pez news stories should be held as a solo story podcast, just as a uh, just a suggestion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could do that. We yeah. could just have a football gaming podcast. But the the downside with that is that that suddenly becomes something that people want to speak about between April and September or whatever. Um, maybe you'll get up until Christmas, but then nobody wants to talk about it then because the games are uh, shit. I've played this game. It's 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 too shit. It's too slow. It's too fast. The balls, ping pongy passing or whatever until April, and we get the new game and we start talking about it again. So it'd have to be a seasonal podcast. So I understand the sentiment though. We're talking at length about the. Uh, I've just checked the time. I think we are we're, we're one twelve now, but that's with the the countdown and everything. So I think we're at one o five. Nah, we we only went live at like eight minutes past ish. Um, so we're a minute, an hour and a minute. So we will pick up the pace. We're not going to talk about the E3 article today, and we may lose the Hideo Kojima one too. But let's jump into some other news stories. For those of you who don't know, we don't just talk about football games. We talk about gaming news in general. Uh, so the stories that we began with, don't know whether you could still uh, pick that out of where the stories ended, but obviously the discussing now is on, on stream, and that is FIFA 22's PC version won't include next-gen improvements. Uh, the same improvements that are being added to PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. So the PC, which is the, the truly next-gen console, it's not a console, but you know what I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the one that is truly next-gen, or could potentially be truly next-gen, is not getting next-gen improvements. Dun-dun-dun! <gasps> Obviously, it's a nice headline, but there's a lot of nuances when you start going through that. And then elsewhere, FIFA 22's next-gen upgrade does come at a hefty cost. I mean, the next-gen upgrades on PC, that's it's not. I'd prefer PC to get it, but it's fine. I can take that one. The next-gen upgrade's coming at a hefty cost. I mean, I don't mind upgrades for next-gen. Someone's got to do that job, so someone's got to get paid for it. It's fine. I do believe there are nuances in there though, that I don't agree with, like hiding it behind an eight to nine ninety nine paywall. Oh, yeah, you guys can get it free, uh, whereas others can't, and not having a ten pound upgraded kind of stuff. So anyway, we'll put a pin in all of that stuff though, because Jenkins has just entered the room, and you know it's like when we start talking about FIFA, it gets proper, like like fists are thrown, literally yeah. arms and limbs everywhere. Jenkins, I'll read. Uh, let's jump into our next bit of news though. Talking about the best console ever. Maybe it's not PC. Maybe. It's Chromecast with Google TV. Uh, this is Eric Switzer at The Gamer. It says, Chromecast with Google TV is quietly becoming the best console around. Uh, the Chromecast with Google TV is like a Steam Link, PlayStation TV, emulator, and smart TV 
all in one. So Google's flagship streaming device, the Chromecast with Google TV, only just received uh, support for Stadia a couple of weeks ago. I decided to pick one up last weekend to see how the uh, Stadia experience compares to PC, Android, and Chromecast Ultra. The three devices I routinely use to play Stadia and quickly discovered that not only does the newest Chromecast offer the best Stadia experience, it also has a wide variety of options for streaming, emulation, and Android gaming as well. For $50, the Chromecast with Google TV, worst name of the world, by the way, I've, I've said it three times now, I'm all retired. <laughs> Start again. For $50, the Chromecast with Google TV might actually be the best-valued gaming console on the market. If you haven't kept up with Google's growing menu of streaming devices, you probably aren't alone. The unfortunately named... Oh, there you go. The unfortunately named uh, Chromecast with Google TV is the latest 4K streaming device released late last year and features a similar experience to what you'll find in the Google TV Android app. This device is different from previous Chromecast dongles because it's completely standalone and doesn't require a phone to operate. It comes with its own remote that can be easily programmed, uh, programmed to replace your TV remote, making the Chromecast with Google TV the best streaming solution for non-smart televisions and travelling. It also has Bluetooth so you can pay headphones, speakers and gamepads, including PlayStation and Xbox controllers. Additionally, the new Chromecast has a pretty robust app store outside of all the streaming apps you'd expect like Netflix, Hulu and HBO Max. You'll also find tons of emulators, game streaming services and native Android games. The non-exhausted list of games and services I was able to play flawlessly on the Chromecast includes Super Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation, PSP, Dreamcast Stadia, PS4 slash PS5 Remote Play, GeForce Now, Steam Link and a handful of Android games. Uh, the, stre uh, the streaming options were the most exciting for me. I'm happy to report that sta uh, the Stadia experience on the new Chromecast is perfectly flawless if you use the Wi-Fi Stadia controller. The Chromecast is a Wi-Fi only device, but even so, I found that Stadia played wonderfully in 4K with very few hiccups and virtually no input delays. The best Stadia experience you can get, in my opinion, unless you're willing to do a bunch of desktop finagling with special browsers and plugins to get the most out of it. I'm less enthusiastic about the Bluetooth options as much as I love using my Xbox controller. The input delay I experienced with Stadia, Steam Link, and GeForce Now made most games practically unplayable. I had a much better experience with emulators and native Android games, but I can't re uh, recommend streaming any kind of FPS or racing game with a Bluetooth controller. Your mileage may vary, of course, and there's been some suggestion online that limiting the number of nearby Bluetooth devices can help, but I have a hard time enjoying fast-paced games with anything other than the Stadia controller. On the plus side, any controller you have... Uh, you have connected can also be used to control the Google TV menu. Still, there's a lot to be said about access you have to games on here. I was able to stream my entire Steam library via, uh, to the Chromecast via Steam Link, as well as my PS5 and PS4 with the PS Play app. My computer is in my office while my PlayStations are downstairs in the living room, so I put the Chromecast uh, on the TV in my bedroom. It now functions as a hub for all my gaming libraries around the house, and I love the options it gives me for game streaming. Uh... Do you know what? We'll, we'll stop there. You get the idea. I know there's a few more paragraphs that kind of talk about emulation. Uh, and actually, actually, we'll jump to the end. The Chromecast with Google TV is far from perfect. I wish the Bluetooth had lower latency for game pants, and the lack of external storage is pretty unforgivable. You have to give it uh, to the Chromecast for the sheer amount of variety it offers for only $50. It's a pretty remarkable gaming console if you have the right conditions for streaming and if you're big into emulation. I don't think there's a better option out there for gaming on a TV. Uh, if you're a Stadia player, the Chromecast with Google TV performs even better than Chromecast Ultra with a Stadia controller. The only major app it's missing is Game Pass, but I can't imagine we'll have to wait too long for it considering Game Pass seems to be coming to every other device this year. Bib, as a man that is into mm -hmm. uh, playing all the old games, so the PSPs, the Game Boy Advances and all of that, Chromecast with Google TV, horrendous yeah. name, potentially decent service, what are you thinking?
Hello? <laughs> oh, sorry, it, it went completely quiet. You were still talking and then it went completely quiet. I thought your internet had died again for a second. Um, but anyway, long pause aside, I imagine you was asking me what my opinions are on this, so yes. I will go ahead and give them. <laughs> I think this is wicked. Like, I mean, the, the, the things that you can pull out of this article that he didn't enjoy was being able to use his, blue, his, his, his favorite Bluetooth controller, which is obviously as the Xbox One controller or the Xbox Series X controller. That's cool. That's all good. But the Stadia's controller is actually really, really good. If anyone's actually, that's probably the best part of Stadia is the controller. Genuinely. It's nicely weighted. Uh, the buttons, the triggers are fantastic. The buttons are nice and pressy. I know that sounds ridiculous, but if you've, put, if you've used a bad controller in your life, imagine it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's just a fantastic controller. So that isn't the end of the world for me. Um, the spaghetti wires and not being able to put your own hard drive directly into it because it's got no USB source. Um, I'm fairly certain as well with the Chromecast that we got with Stadia, it had an Ethernet port. Either you had to plug it into something and then it would like have an attachment that comes out. If you can do all of that and be able to play the games that you want emulated, that's fantastic. I'm happy with that. This really does interest me. Um, being able to... I mean, I've, I've, I've mentioned this a few times on it. I still can't believe we've not got a usb stick of sorts you know like a android tv usb stick uh, hdmi stick that just has game pass on it that you can plug into your tv and take it anyway this is probably going to be the closest thing that we've got to that eventually when the apps are available on the console being able to stream your playstation 4 5g force now all of the android uh, game store games this is wicked for 50 quid like this is very very good <laughs> I don't know the way of saying it. Like, if you are into emulation, this might be right up your street. I mean, it's obviously a two hundred pound cheaper than buying an Xbox Series S, which you can do emulation on um, to a very high standard. This is cool. When it, if Xbox uh, Game Pass comes to this, and you, it, it's not going to take long for people to be able to do it if they don't already release an official app for it. This is wicked. This is really, really cool. I'm just just impressed at the fact that we're talking about something that that has Stadia on it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Although to be fair, we're talking mm. we're talking about something that has Stadia on it, and not really talking about Stadia. So there's that too. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, Chromecast with Google TV. I've only just updated discussing now, but we're going to move ahead. So it's quietly becoming the best console around. Apparently, according to Eric Switzer at the Gamer, you can use it for a little bit of everything. Um, but that's enough on that. Let's jump into. We're going to quickly fire over two uh, fire over two stories back to back. We're probably not going to have much time to dissect them, but the kind of kind of straightforwardish. Uh, so we'll quickly go through these two now back to back. Uh, the first one is not on your screen. That was discussing now. Now it's on your screen. This is written by Don Pepe at VG247. It says, Gran Turismo 7 PS5 beta test teased by PlayStation website. So if you want to sign up to get access to an as yet unannounced Gran Turismo 7 PS5 beta test, we suggest you head over to the PlayStation site, Sharpish. If you head on over to the site, which is seemingly being pushed live ahead of its intended release time, you can sign up for a beta key and even receive one of your very own, though it seems these keys are likely placeholder dummy codes for now. Uh, First spotted by GT Planet, the experienced PlayStation site is still live at the time of writing and will distribute codes if you provide the relevant information and hit the related campaigns and Italia Quest tabs on the site before watching 10 seconds of the embedded GT7 trailer. PlayStation has yet to make any official announcements about any kind of Gran Turismo 7 PS5 beta test, but it wouldn't be too surprising to see one happen, especially since the GT series has a history of launching betas ahead of the main game release. Uh, Well... With the exception of the GT Sport one, that was planned but never happened. Long story short, don't expect a playable build of Gran Turismo 7 beta or otherwise in the immediate future. Earlier this year, we heard that Gran Turismo 7 has been delayed to 2022. Okay, I'm going to pause there. So maybe 
Maybe some GT7 stuff, maybe not. Uh, but we'll keep you updated as it comes along. Um, elsewhere, oop, 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 minimizing my OBS. Elsewhere. Ah, no, it's all gone wrong. There we go. Uh, Hideo Kojima doesn't like the director's cut title for Death Stranding PS5. Uh, this is written by Chris Scullion at VGC, and the tagline says, the game's creator says it implies his original vision was edited. So Hideo Kojima has stated that he's not a fan of calling the upcoming PS5 version of Death Stranding the director's cut. Kojima, who wrote, designed, directed, and produced the game, took to Twitter to explain that he didn't necessarily agree with the director's cut branding. According to Kojima, when a movie is called a director's cut, it means the director's original vision was compromised somehow and that the director's cut is that original vision. But he argues that the original Death Stranding was his vision and the director's cut is not about restoring things that were removed, but adding new things on top of it. And it should have been, uh, maybe be called a director's plus instead. Death Stranding director's cut was announced during Summer Games Fest kickoff live last month, as well as advanced visuals. The game will include a number of other features that weren't in the PS. Blah, 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 blah. You get it, you get it. You get it nice director's cut should be director's plus according to Hideo Kojima but if you enjoyed Death Stranding which technically was a director's cut then the director's cut will be a plus on that nice makes sense no no didn't think so nice welcome to the world of Kojima and that will end things for us today we do have a final article is is E3 too streamlined potentially but we're not going to jump to that because that's a whole opinion piece that we can, we can pick off tomorrow or the day after we will see whenever it fits in it's, it's a non-time sensitive one uh so we'll, we'll we'll discuss that on a slow news day but today has not been that day if you missed it we spoke at length about fifa 2022 and um, getting a pc version not up to speed with the next gen versions the fact that you can play the last gen version uh, doesn't necessarily get you the next gen versions and all of the the uh the semantics around that. We then jumped into the article that we spoke about just a second ago about Chromecast with Google TV being an exceptional gaming console. Gran Turismo 7 beta test being teased, but maybe not happening anytime soon. And then Hideo Kojima doesn't like the title Director's Cut for the Director's Cut because the original cut should be the Director's Cut and the Director's Cut should be Director's Cut Plus. Nice. Yeah, makes sense. Nice, nice. Okay, that's it. We're going to go. Thank you very much for joining us. We are going to drop a raid on someone, so do feel free to stick around for the raid. Uh, speaking of raids, Hamish, thank you very much for the raid earlier on. Magic Man, uh, thank you very much for the for the host, as well as Precision and Westo. We appreciate you all. Thank you very much for the hosts and the, and, and the love. And Mr. Garlic Clark as well for extending the sub uh, midway through the stream. Appreciate you. Um, we are going to disappear. As mentioned, we will raid someone else. So stick around for the raid. You'll get extra channel points, which you can spend on lovely things on our channel here. Also, you get to make someone else's day by dropping into their stream too. But before all of that happens, Mr. Bib, is there anything you would like to add? Yes, again, if you want to help shape our show, feel free to put stuff in the Discord because so the chances are I may not even read it as Graham keeps on pointing out to me. I'm only joking. Yeah, put everything that you want into the Discord with your thoughts and impressions uh, as well as finding us on social media at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms uh, and we will be able to give you our thoughts and impressions on your thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow? Mr. Graham Day. Well, just like today, that will be at 10 a.m. Ish. 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 Not quite 10 a.m., but 10 a.m. ish. Today we went live around 12 noon. It's fine. 11.57. That's what time we actually pushed the button. Pushed the mm. button. Hashtag shave our show, says Magic Man in the chat. So there you go. <laughs> That's the show done. You've shaved it very, very much. We will see you 10 a.m. ish tomorrow for the next episode of The Scoop. Then potentially some afternoon games. We will see how that goes. But for now, stick around for the raid. Do say hello to whoever we raid. Even if you want to drop out straight away, just say hello. Let them know that you're there. It's nice for the creators. And have yourselves a fantastic day. Until then. Stay, Stay frosty. frosty.